What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Hope you guys have a great Memorial Day weekend. We've got a lot to catch up on. It's been a week or so since we've been in the lab. A ton has happened. Uh, check out our last episode where we talked about Madrid, Rome, all the uh, clay court events up until French Open. But Roland Garris has kicked off. I know, Joe, that's where you've you've been uh, locked and loaded on uh, with your eyeballs. And that you just say that's your favorite major now. I know... I feel like you said that when yeah. we watched the U.S. Open. So I mean, maybe you had a change of heart. I just got back from uh, Champaign, Illinois with uh, Bartek and the team. We were out there watching the NCAA tournament team event. I was blown away by the level of tennis that we saw on both the men and women's side. I think Bartek was as well. Uh, both of us are former college players, and we feel like we had a solid grasp on the level of play out there. But when you get to the NCAA tournament, I, I don't. it felt like it was a challenger-level quality tennis and I think I that was agreed upon from other viewers as well I mean you have 14 UTRs out there on the men's side 11 to 12 UTRs out there on the women's side the hands the finesse the the depth on the shots the atmosphere I was blown away by the whole thing it was my first time ever attending an NCAA tournament uh I went to the round of I went to the first and second rounds in Columbus and it was just like a different level from what we saw there and I was I thought that was a solid level. This was a just completely different type of tennis. And just starting off, we got there on last Thursday night, got to watch Virginia upset Florida, and then we watched Michigan versus Ohio State. Those two, I mean, unbelievable. Michigan had beaten Ohio State twice this season, and Ohio State had only taken them down once. Ohio State comes out, crowds were just, there was some real animosity in the stands. And I think that's where tennis lives best. I mean, we had... Guys that these guys have played against each other. That was a fourth meeting in, in this season, and very familiar with each other. I had my eyes on Maloney and Vossel, uh, or Vossel, sorry, uh, number two singles from Michigan, number two singles from Ohio State. Where that that was where it seemed like most of the drama was up until Liam Draxel from UK started to turn it on against Cannon Kingsley, uh, Ohio State's number one. After dropping the first set, Draxel regrouped and. You guys have to check out the video I posted on Tennis Point USA, um, Instagram, and on, on TikTok as well. But the energy that Draxel... That was the Ohio State-Kentucky match, though. Mm-hmm. So be- before you go there, though, mm-hmm. just because, I mean, I was following it. I think that I would, I'm just curious, like, take away the red-hot Virginia, because I, mean, Virginia we, I feel was... like we have to talk about that in its mm-hmm. own capacity. But... The Ohio State, what what was the turning point? I mean, I just see, I see Ohio State coming out. It seemed like, like you just said, just so much emotion. But it was that what it was? Did they just drive through them? Like what? What's the turning against point? Against Michigan? Of, yeah. Yeah, that's no. And against Michigan, I think it was just they were together. They dropped the doubles point, and as soon as they that's, dropped the, yeah. they dropped the doubles point, and I'm like, uh oh, this could be this could be trouble. And I I know those of you guys that listen to Crack Rackets podcast, Alex Gruskin, the former Wolverine himself. He was like, I was like, how you feeling after that doubles point? He was feeling pretty good. Like he thought his Wolverines were gonna roll, but Ohio State had other plans and just punched those boys in the mouth. Yeah, I mean, it was three straight wins. But then, like Kentucky to beat TCU, that was one I didn't. That was a huge upset. I mean, we we saw when we got when we arrived, we saw three out of the four matches that we saw were all upsets. We saw Tennessee beat Baylor. Yep, big upset. We saw TCU take down, uh, or sorry, TCU lost to Virginia, and then we saw Ohio State beat Michigan. Which I mean, I know Ohio State's. Team UTR was I think second highest after Florida, so maybe not ne- maybe not necessarily a ma- uh, upset on paper, but this was a team that they had lost to twice already this season. Yeah, and 
they just came out with crazy energy. I mean, and it's the third match, like that third matchup. I think that was just mind blowing when you were, we were watching that one coming in. But then the Florida, the Virginia, Red Hot Virginia coming through on Florida. Virginia started off the season five and five, and they're they're your national champions. Yeah, that's they, amazing. So they had they have a guy named Rode- Chris Rodesh at number one, and at number two they have Mo- this guy named Montez who's from Spain. He beat Riffis from Florida. Um, they beat they beat Florida as well. They beat TCU, Florida, and uh, they beat Kentucky in the final. So they get those three ma- those are the three matches that we saw them take. And Montez did not drop a match all week long. Uh, he took down Riffis, the former champion of twenty twenty one. And down five three in the first set, fights back. And I, Riffis didn't play his best ball, but Montez makes you—you you have to hit six winners against this guy. He might be the most fit player in college tennis. And his energy that he comes out with—he fires his team up. He takes down Riffis. Rodesh was battling Shelton, and across the board, Virginia just was playing together. I talked—I have a pretty good relationship with their uh, trainer, Justin Russ, who does great work with their guys, uh, past and present. And He's—they've got a solid. Uh, Two guys that he trains, Ty Kwiatkowski, who's on the tour, and then he's got a, with Nakashima. So they've got guys on the tour that they're just they get talent in and they they maximize it. I mean, that's, for me, is just coming through as just someone that's you watch every single individual match, and I look at it from the team perspective. I mm-hmm. feel like it. I didn't call it right. I obviously called everything wrong, but like <laughs> the feeling of like the punch out is what I felt. Is that like Ohio State got through Michigan? That's a huge exactly. emotional <laughs> letdown. Then you go up and lose to UK. UK. UK beat TCU and then beat Ohio State and then completely gets swept by Virginia. Uh-huh. So it's like Virginia, what were they seeded? They were low seed. They were they? seven. I think, so UK was an eight seed and Virginia, I think, was a seven seed. So you had an eight for seven seed final, which is. Which made, yeah. So, but then like, I just felt like Virginia was disrespect because we were like, they were. We're like, going to get whooped. They're going to get whooped. And then they just kept beating the crap I, out of And I don't everybody. know if I thought. So. Beat South Carolina, walked through them in a, like, Basically four zero, I think mm-hmm. maybe. Did they sweep Florida? Or no, they got they lost the one. They lost. They lost. Um, no, they swept. No, they swept. Them. And they then swept they swept. 4-0, the, 4-0. They swept Kentucky too. Yep, that's amazing. They, did they lose they the doubles point against Florida? Went insane. No, they maybe they lost. To, you said you know, it was four one against I think they Florida. They lost one and a four zero against Kentucky. Yeah, but Virginia. So, quick story. Bar Botzer plays number six for Virginia. He will be twenty nine years old coming back for like a ninth year in college. I was giving him a hard time when I was out there. I was in a wedding with Barb Botzer in 2019. And I'm like, he looks familiar. I'm like, well I, didn't, well, I didn't know that, okay? So I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, he looks freaking familiar. I'm like, where do I have I seen this guy before? And I'm like, I call my buddy, Egal Moskov, uh, who we've, we've had on this podcast before. And I'm like, Egal, this guy's from Israel. Like, why do I know this guy? He goes, oh, it's Bar. It's my childhood best friend. He goes, he goes. You don't know Bar? I'm like, I'm like, wait, why do I know him? He goes, he was in the wedding. So I, I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, these, these guys trained at IMG Academy, Terry oh. Academy together. And I remember hearing stories about this guy when, when I was in college. This guy is my age. He's 28 years old. And he's going to be coming back next year at 29 years old. He beats Kentucky 6-1, 6-1 in the final. I told everybody before the match, I said, he's going to win 0-0. He played a guy named J.J. Mercer who is tough competitor, one of the toughest competitors that I was out there. He just fights just for every ball. old Wiley vet spin. And, and Barbotzer, I mean, he's in law school, okay? So he, he tells us, he, I mean, he's practiced like twice a week this whole season. And like, he's just two days a week. And he's got, you know, the, the 28-year-old, like, he's not the most fit guy anymore. I mean, <laughs> not, that's no Barbotzer. doesn't need to be. doesn't need to be. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal tennis player. He plays number one doubles with uh, Rodesh. 
and he's got insane hands. Watching him play doubles against Kentucky just took those guys apart. I mean, so calm and collected at the net, and those guys are blitzing balls at him left and right, and he's just calmly putting these balls away. But I think Virginia, the thing that, that stuck out to me most was how little they celebrated their first two wins. That's cool. And I was talking like, because they're business, I, they're in you, there for business. You can get, you can punch yourself out in those celebrations. They're all tackling each other on the court, just screaming like that. So that that I'm, carries over. I'm running out there with my phone like this, trying to get like the last match point, trying to get that content, you know, like like we always do. And every time Virginia clinched a, a court or clinched the match, there was just like you know, just like yeah. one of these things, and yeah. that was it. I'm like, there's no like that's it, and. The, the coaching staff and the guys on the bench they were like, on a mission. yeah, we didn't come here to win one match. We didn't come here to win two matches. That's awesome. We came here to get rings. That's good coaching. And that is good. That's just a culture that they cultivated throughout time and that they believed in themselves. Like, they were there as a seven seed, but they believed that they were the best team in the country. Yeah, and it's also keeping things in perspective until the job's done. Like, you know, you uh-huh. always hear about every every sport has that, that if you kind of – you have to stay focused on the the end task and not just these small. I mean, it's great to celebrate big wins, obviously, but like mm-hmm. you can let it be a detriment to your whole team. Too. They, so they didn't celebrate. Number two is their camaraderie was better than everybody else's. I mean, Ohio State brought good energy, and their guys were they rallied around each other a good bit. Kentucky did as well, um, but nothing like Virginia. I, I don't know if you saw any of the videos I posted, but yeah, Virginia did. had like. They're they're aligned on their cheers. They know they're tackling different courts with different guys. Different guys talk to different players at different points. Uh, you have their trainers and their. I mean, they have the, like just guys that looked like um, had been on the program, not necessarily coaches, but parts of their staff that were just in sync. Not even necessarily coaches, just guys that were there to support the program on the bench that just were all the way bought in. And it's like I was telling Bartek and some uh, Chris Holland, who's a Babylon rep out there. I was like, these guys are locked in, and they're they're a unit. Like they're in, they're in this together. And um, and I'm am I wrong? Like they have one guy that made the singles, and he's Rodesh. already no the Vonder no, Schoenberg. three they had, they had three guys. Make okay, it. Rodesh, okay. Montez, and Von yeah Von Von Schulenberg. Von Schulenberg. Um, all three of those guys are studs. Okay, so but Rodesh is already lost. Mm-hmm. Rodesh lost first. There's no second round. Second, second round. round. Von Schulenberg is already lost. So yep. like they're and Montez just lost. Montez so, just lost to Riffis, who he beat in the team event from Florida. Uh, he wore, he ran out of gas. The you have a huge disadvantage if your team goes to the finals and wins. So he did lose though. Montez. Did. He just did. He just lost. Okay. He lost in straights. He lost like seven five six four something like that um, to to Riffis, who's right. national champion last year. But Montez, I, I I didn't get to watch that match. I have a feeling he ran out of gas. I that mean, was he, today. Yeah, one one day of rest in like the last six, and he's playing physical matches. The way he plays, he's grinding guys out. So he's not yeah he's not gonna hit you off the court necessarily. Yeah. So his, his gas tank had to be a little bit low. But I think the camaraderie and like the the tightness of that team stuck out. And on the women's side, the same thing. We watched Oklahoma come out there. Yeah. Oklahoma lost their third or fourth best player. After conference play, she went to play in the Southeast Asia Games. Her name is um, Shanta. Shanta is a phenomenal player. I saw dominate Texas in the Big 12 final, uh, even though Texas took the Big 12. I just, I was like, wait, Oklahoma's missing somebody. And I talked to their, I talked to Cobra, um, their assistant coach, and she was like, yeah, Shanta left for the Southeast Asia Games, so she's not with us. And everybody counted out Oklahoma. They thought they were going to be out, out in pretty round, round one or round two of the uh, either Elite Eight or Final Four, but. Oklahoma had other plans, and 
they have this thing on the sidelines. Did you see the, the quick feet that they do? When, yeah. when they're all watching together, they're all bouncing around, bringing energy to the player on the court, and they might have they probably have the best six singles player in the country, an Emma Staker, a freshman from Oklahoma. Her childhood dream was to play for the Sooners, and she's out there just a fighter's mentality, hits a huge ball off both wings. Her composure, her mental game, just unwavered no matter what the situation is, loves the pressure, clinched twice, I believe, um, before they played Texas in the final, well, where, they, where they lost in the final. But um, Staker is just insane. She actually rolled Texas as well in the final. But I, I think Oklahoma, where I thought they would um, maybe fall apart, the camaraderie is what brings these teams together. I think that's what makes college so special. But shout out to the Texas Longhorns. Peyton Stearns, a Cincinnati local, someone that we've covered pretty uh, heavily with, at Tennis Point with Pure Tennis Podcast. And she predicted that they would win this, the championship last year. They did it. This year, you could tell she was starting to feel that same way. I talked to her after the match. She said, like, in March, that was when she first started to feel this team had the juice. But before that, they were still battling injuries and, you know, still coming together as a team, a lot of new players, a lot of new faces. And they come they come around at the right time and peak at the right time in, in May. And they get back-to-back titles. I mean, absurd. And Peyton, she wins her last match. Um against Lane Sleeth, who's a hell of a player, maybe one of the best, probably the best, one of the best athletes on the women's side. She slide, Lane Sleeth, her ability to slide on the hard court was so fun to watch. You don't see many women slide with that aggressive, like that aggressive movement. You just don't see it that often. I mean, even from the men's side, you don't see it often. And she's just throwing her body at balls, but Peyton Stern's just ripping the cover off the forehand. They go ahead and take that title. And just watching the celebrations of these teams, like, there, there's so much sacrifice that it takes to win a team event. Like you have to get that sacrifice from spot one to spot nine or ten, like deep into the bench. You need all your practice players to be given it their all in practice to get these these players better because you're not going to be healthy at all points of the season. So shout out to Texas, shout out to Virginia. Thought those two teams were just simply just the best teams from top to bottom. I mean, they had the goods and dubs, they had the goods and singles, they had depth. The coaching was. So fun to watch just the camaraderie on the court when the coaching is so much more engaging um, at that level where you can be on the court and be right in these girls or guys' ear in between points. And I think professional tennis at some point, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but maybe half the events take on that aspect. I just think that it just brings the best out of the players, and I think that's what fans want. Yeah, I, I would disagree. I like the I like the isolation and the agony of sitting out there by yourself and just dying in front of everybody. I have a couple questions on the singles. Give it to me. Vonder Schulenberg mm-hmm. has a brother at Harvard. At Harvard, yep. And so they both made it through their first two matches. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Yeah, no. The singles draw, the drama. So Vossel... Lost to Diallo from Kentucky in straights in the team event. Then he played him again in the individual event. Lost to him in three sets in, in a heck of yeah, a grind. Yeah, Diallo's still kicking. No, right? he lost today. He lost today. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I was. A, and then the guy from Cincinnati, Diego Nava, is he still alive? He lost first round to Arkansas. Uh, but his brother just lost today in the Elite Eight. Uh, okay. Eduardo from from Wake Forest. He's a an older fifth or sixth year, twenty six year old. This this has Diego. So that was it. It's. Eduardo Nava. Eduardo Nava so just both, lost. They were both right next. They could have ended up each other. Yes. So the Nava family, ultra talented family. One it's one amazing. brothers. There's one brothers everywhere. One brothers on tour. One brothers on Wake Forest. Yeah, exactly. It gives the Patton boys have hope. <laughs> That's what we we're. we're put, that was my question. I'm good to go now. No. So the individual event now is kicked off, and you have 
uh, you got Shelton from Florida. You've got Riffis from Florida. Yeah, that's you've good got meat Holmgren, Holmgren from Columbia. Uh, okay, right, and yep. then the bottom left was um, is uh Walton. Walton, Adam Walton from Tennessee. Adam Walton has played unbelievable tennis since he stepped foot in Champaign. Uh, just he's a guy that does not miss balls. He just awesome. he, he's got weapons, but this guy he's also got a heck of a fan. Shout out to the Walton fan club. They bring the juice for the guy in the uh, volunteer fan club. They like it. Yeah, Walton's from Australia. He's got the uh, Australian wristband, which I, I love. He's paying homage to his to his his, uh, his down under family. But Walton does not miss balls, and he's going to play Shelton. I'll take Shelton in three sets there, and give me Riffis in three sets against so Holmgren. Florida, Florida. We're going to get an all Gator final. And who wins that one? Shout out to John Parsons, who was on that early. Um, Riffis, because he plays him every week. No, Shelton. Shelton's give me Shelton. Him. Shelton's going to take it. Riffis got it last year. I think he's going to politely give his his teammate the uh, the single. Shelton's title this year. the one seed. Shelton's the one seed. He's he's the the son of of uh, Blake Shelton, the coach of the Gators. Okay. So Ben is so talented. He's, I mean, he's probably the most. I mean, I guess it's not a big statement because he's just the most talented probably player in this draw. But Riffis is going to be tough. I mean, those guys obviously have a history. They play against each other in practice all year long. They know each other's games so well. Yeah, I hope we get that I mean. final. I hope we get an all. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've that would take the Florida yelling out of it because who you, you can't yell for both of them. You right. guys would be silent. I need to know if this has ever happened before. Have we ever seen an all like one an all final of uh, two teammates playing in individuals? That's what we need to look up here soon. But yeah. we, we we might get it. And if we get it, give me Shelton over Riffis in three sets. That that should be fun though. They just that team just got bumped into doubles, so they they had a chance to win doubles and singles. Um, on the women's side, we Emma Navarro, who number one player in college tennis, takes an L to North Carolina State's number two singles player, um, Rinchelli, I believe her name was. Just a shocking result. I don't know much about Rinchelli, but I got to watch that match yesterday, and Navarro just kind of unraveled a bit. And Navarro beat Stearns 0 and 1 in the team in the team event, yeah. and and so she's out. Navarro's out. The doors are open. Peyton Stearns has a chance to take home the triple crown. She takes home the team event. She's in the final four of the doubles and the final four of the singles. Cincinnati tennis. Would that be a story or what? Cincinnati's year. Cincinnati. Five, one, three, the Midwest tennis is don't underrated. The, Shout out to USTA Midwest. Yes, exactly. So that, well, that'll do a wrap on our college recap, I think. But hopefully, yeah. uh, you know, we're a little bit biased here uh, at the Pure Tennis Podcast. <laughs> we will be pulling for Peyton Stearns. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see if she can do it, though. I know this has been on, on her list of goals that things she wants to accomplish as a, a college athlete, and um, she's just had a ridiculous start to her career at Texas. Two, two team events, now in the Final Four of the individual went. I, that's about all the thoughts I had. I, I had a great time in Champaign. Guys, check out the content we put out from there. I, I will be paying much more attention to college tennis going forward. I learned so much about – Me too. Um, it's yeah. a great, great, great year for it, just it, to watch it. It was. And the atmosphere was amazing. Um, just the level of play is that of a challenger event. The and pressure is real. Pressure is real. The I just love the camaraderie and the, the – the, I like team sports. And the, anytime you can make tennis more of a team atmosphere, team, they bring out the, that, that element of this game, it puts tennis in a great place. But, yeah, um, yeah I had a, met with Tim Russell from the ITA up there. Tim Russell was just we were just both kids in a candy store up there. I mean, he's I don't know how many years he's been at ITA, but he's been the face of that 
um, kind of um, what do you, ITA, I guess is just the association, but he's been the, he's been the face of a lot of what they've done up there. And he's just, just like, just like us though. Like he's in love with it. And I just love people that are watching college tennis. They love tennis. And I think that's what I got to see the most. And you get to meet a bunch of friends if you, if you're kind of in a room with people like that. Speaking of loving tennis, well, do you do you need to sell anything real quick? Um, guys, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll quick plug in. Tennispoint.com has got all your latest gear and apparel. The new Nike collection from Paris, it's out now. Beautiful collection. The new Adidas collection is out now. That's my favorite collection right now on the courts. Sitsi Paz finally changed off the tan shirt. The white shirt looks so much better. You got Corda, Felix, Hugo Gaston, Sanga, um, Mohova rocking that the black um, and Zverev rocking the black watercycle shirt that I know you're a big fan of. Corda, Corda, Corda as well. Another good shout Sakari. out. Sakari. So I think that Adidas collection really pops on the red clay. Um, check that out. We've got what else do we need to plug from Tennis Point? Eleven and a half size shoes. Eleven and a half size shoes. You're gonna have to look at the new Fila's new shoes. Big fan of those. Had those on my feet this oh, past yeah. week. Big fan. Really? For the women, yeah. Big fan of what Fila just did with those shoes. Um, Good to know. And then with, I would say, on the women's side, Adidas Ava Courts that you're seeing on the court, a beautiful shoe, and uh, has gotten, it's been highly regarded by a lot of these pros. It's light, it's durable, flexible. Um, so check out all the latest gear and apparel at Tennis Point. Also, we've got, I would say, the racket that I've seen the most of. It's got to be the Wilson Blade V8. Great racket. V8. Got to get it. There's customizable ones too, but get them at Tennis Point. Get them at Tennis Point. So that's, I think that'll do it. Uh, if you guys have any questions on gear, on apparel, on anything tennis related, send them our send way. Send them in, send them to Nate. And then, but we still have to talk French Open first two, three rounds, right? Give it to yeah. me. What do you got? Give me, your, give me your hottest take from the French Open so far. Right now, my hottest take is that Djokovic, um, just like I said, is in rare form and playing at the high pop. Um, I think that Alcaraz... So is he the favorite? I think so, absolutely. I mean, I think Alcaraz... Alcaraz is going to get everybody's best shot. That's what you and I were talking about beforehand. He's not sneaking... Not that he was sneaking up on anybody, but he's definitely not sneaking up on anyone right now. So he got taken... He, he got taken the distance Had yesterday. a match point save that he... Against uh, Vanolas... Oh. And it was, it was, I mean, but like. Did you watch that? Yeah, I watched every bit of it. It was amazing. Alcaraz looked like he's in control the whole time, but the. Did he though? The, he did. It's it's the weirdest match. Go watch it. I, I, so I, I watched, so okay, I'm not going to act like I watched the whole match, but I watched the last two sets. Um, the whole last, the whole four set, or the whole four set and a lot of the fifth set. He was down to breaking the fifth set. But you thought he was in control, but he I. just looked like he's I, Yeah, I got to watch the whole he match. He still looks, he still looks like, that's why I would say like, I still think that he's the. I still think that coming into this tournament, he's playing at the highest level, and that when people are playing him, he's just getting their, he's getting their best, he, and he's still beatable in their head. Mm -hmm. Whereas like Djokovic, they're getting the best, but they all go in there kind of, in my opinion, kind of surrendering to the fact that they're going to get beat, like they're going to get beat by Djokovic. I noticed you haven't said Rafa Nadal yet. I think that Rafa looks awesome. Go watch. I mean, I've been, I, but I he hasn't. Played anybody really? Mutet and uh, Mutet like looked like he was. Who did play round one? Mutet and who's who was round one? Um, long, long. I'm trying to remember. I can look it up, but it, who he, was? Uh, they somebody else that I didn't think was. I watched the Mutet match. I started yeah. to watch the first. Mutet gave him a little bit of. <laughs> Mutet looked scared. 
Yeah, but he, didn't, he didn't get. He got three points in the first six games. Like it I was watched, just, he was hitting, he hit so many into the net. Wow, I it watched was, the, only the third set, obviously. So I mean, he was down a break, and Rafa was serving it out, and I saw Mute got the break back. So I he was, looked scared, which I don't know. He's a French guy. He's probably in front of all the. He's French, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just looked freaked. Speaking out. of the Frenchman at the French Open, shout out to Joe Wilfred Songa. You're a legend. I love you. Yeah, I grew up watching you. That made me feel old. <laughs> that you're retiring. I'm sad. I thought Songa was like growing up, he was that guy for me. Like it was him and Monfi, um, and really Gasquet. Like I used to like the Frenchmen were the most fun guys to follow and watch. And Gasquet and Monfils are still doing their thing. Gasquet just got beat by Corda. He did. Um but Joe Willie Songa, just an absolute legend of the game. Just the great ambassador of the sport. I thought the shout out from Roger Murray, Rafa, and Novak was special. Um, just everybody, all the French guys, Gil Simone, Gasquet, um, Santoro was out there doing the um, interview. Just the, the the admiration that the French crowd has for him, the special tribute that they had, amazing. Guys, the French Open, what they're doing with their highlights, the okay. Roland Garris account on YouTube, the branding that they're doing, they're ahead of the game. They're, they they're, are. They're, well, they're head and shoulders above what everybody else is doing. Um, just the brand, like, that the animation, that animation that they have at the beginning of their clips Beautiful, and they—you could tell, like you and I were joking about it on the some of the highlights that YouTube was putting out there before the Rome and Barcelona. It's like, did they watch this match? Like, that's the that's the shot that they picked. They're, like, they're pick, French Open picks the best they, shot. Yeah, like they I swear, pick, these tournaments were picking like purposely skipping the dramatic parts of the match yeah, and like, just like going to like two them? one in the third. Like, yeah. what happened in the first? Like, what am I? Like, what are we doing here, guys? And I was wrong. Jay, Jay Thompson, the Jordan dog Thompson? walked. Oh, through. Jordan Thompson. In the but yeah, yeah, yeah. Mute, got three games in the first set but like it was he got three points in the first four games okay i mean it was just a, it was just like he'd seen like ghost that was weird <laughs> i i don't know nadal's scary nadal's is, does he look does he look fit he looks good does he look fit he didn't look at mute though he wouldn't look at him scared i think he purposely scared the shit out of him that's crap funny. out of him sorry <laughs> take that out bleep that out we got an editor post-production for that. Post-production. <laughs> no so Obviously, I I've been probably equally turned into college this week because I have been to the French Open. I that I, in years past that would be crazy to say that for me. I've always been a major tennis guy, but uh, from what I've seen, really liked what what I, what Corda was was showing off on the on the clay courts. His movement seems to be just he's got he's stable. I don't know how else to move. He's not like he's not like an explosive athlete on the clay, but he's just so balanced and. He looks like he can hold up on this on the red clay. You said that before. You're that, right. Mm-hmm. You're right. He looks. He does look good. But he's, he's gonna get. He's gonna get worked. I don't mean to take credit. That, but I'm like, I think I knew that going in that he was gonna perform well on the stage, and he seems to be holding up just fine. I mean, that shot he had the other day, the backhand around the net post, after he had the sick angle cross court to set up the down the line around the post, that was absurd. Um, so I've seen Corda. I really like what I saw from him. I was surprised to see Fritz go down to. Zapata Morales, that one shocked me. Yeah, um, and Tiafoe. Yep, Tiafoe lost to Gofan. Yeah, but shout out to McKenzie, Big Mac, Mackie Mac, McDonald, goes to the uh, round of what is he in now? Round of thirty two. Round three. Round of thirty two. He's gonna get no, no round of sixteen. What yeah. is it? What are we in now? Round three. Round of th- so how many are left? Thirty two. No, uh, sixteen. I don't know. Sixteen, right? Yeah, sixteen. That's crazy. So and then also I watched Rune. Heck yeah. Rune takes out he hasn't Shapovalov. Lost a set yet. He hasn't lost a set yet. That's who, our dude. Who do you beat? Who do you, who Shapovalov. Do you, and who else? Um, it was last night. Yeah, it was... Um, 
My brain is. He's got Gaston. Like Lakeson. Lakeson. Henry Lakeson. Okay. So he's got he's got Gaston next. I think so. I you've been much more tuned into the French Open than I have, but I've been following scorelines. Um, Holger Holger is going to beat Gaston. I think he's got the firepower and the movement, the drop shot that he can kind of counter Hugo's depth. Like he like Hugo likes to you know. Take that's who he's got. Take a real state in the back on, of the court. And it so. was Lakeson. Yeah. Lakeson. Okay. And then um, Rublev. Rublev went nuts today, but he beat well, that. What is his deal? He's like, did he? He never used to act up like this on the court, and now it's like I every think it's match. The pressure. Is it the pressure? Yeah, I think he's got a great draw. If you look, if you look at the draw, like a historical draw, his his he's he's got to go. If he can get through his crew, which mm-hmm. is Karen Garen next, Christian Garen, and then. Yep. That's a tough Nothing match. against Big Mac, but he's got the winner of Mackenzie McDonald and Sinner, which I think will be Sinner. I like Mackenzie McDonald. Give me Sinner over Rublev in that match. And then, That's going to be a fun but, one. But what I'm saying is that he's got Sinner, and then he's going to have Medvedev, if Medvedev gets through Chichmanovic and Chilich, so Chichmanovic is not a fun customer. Um, so this, this tournament's loaded. Uh, give me, so give me your matchup going forward. We've that's re- why that's why Rublev went nuts because he's gonna like, I think he wants to. He doesn't want to lose a set. Carl, so give me your matchup in this next round. I got. Let me see. Give me your favorite matchup of this next round. I know we haven't touched on the women's side much, but like I said, I've not been too like, like college tennis won me over this yeah. past week. And I, biggest matchup hands down right in the next round for me is Corda. Oh, we didn't Corda Alcaraz. Oh, sorry. Go ooh, ahead. No, uh, that's probably the most. That's probably the most electric matchup on paper by far. But we didn't touch on Grigor and Grigor plays Diego again. Oh, I know. Fifteen verse or fifteen verse eighteen. That'll be a fun one. But yeah. I think like like you said, Korda versus Yeah, but Schwartzman though, like I've been, wa- I've been watching him. I've been watching Schwartzman because he's been coming on. He was down tonight. two sets to none. Yeah. He's been working to get like just like you said he earlier. Too. He has to wa- yeah, he has to work through. He does. You have to work through D- Diego. You you cannot yeah, you gotta hit five winners against that guy. Um Krajanovic plays Felix. That'll be fun. Vonda Schlup versus Nadal could be an upset watch. Rafa's going to drop his first set of the tournament against Botic. Yeah. That's my prediction. May- maybe it goes five. Piero versus Piero. Yeah. Does it go five? I, I don't know. We I got Zvera versus Nakashima. What does Nakashima do? Does he take him four? Does uh, he go five? No. Zvera's looks. All those Zvera. Baez took Baez him five. Took him to five. Baez had him on the ropes. Baez was two points away from the match, I think. I, was yeah. I, or I think that's I'm pretty just sure. a weird matchup, Zverev and Nakashima to me. And that's a bad matchup for for uh, Nakashima because Nakashima's backhand is his best stroke right now. And Zverev's I feel like got Zverev one of the best. looks like he's playing good too. Like I know he went five with. He's Bale, playing well. Five. I just don't trust. I don't trust Zverev down the stretch in these big moments when it gets to the semis and the on. Clay. No, I don't. He's decent. Doesn't matter what surface it is for me on with Zverev. Yeah, I mean he. How the heck is it? Is I mean Isner man we we never talk about Isner but he's still doing his thing yeah on a clay court I don't know the guys, guys like, he played though yeah guys like Q Hales and Barrier Barrier I don't, I don't know, know those guys but but he wa- he got through him wa- in four yeah, exactly. each time but the first one was seven six seven six seven six seven six and then <laughs> the next round who take who takes Cam Nori versus Hotchinoff I'll take Cam Nori. I, I would like to that's see that's a hat. That's a that's a that would that one have if you were just going to watch tennis, that mm-hmm. would be a good one. Cam Nori looks like he's playing right now, mm-hmm. and then he could have a rematch with Alcaraz. Ooh, might have to do that. That's a rematch with Miami. Yeah, yeah. And then we got Casper versus Lorenzo. Yeah, Lorenzo's playing well. Casper's playing well. Casper had a tricky. 
Casper drops a set versus Songa and then has a man ends up cleaning that one up in four, but then just drills Rusavori. Oh yeah. Just took him to the woodshed. Um that surprised me because Rusavori, I know he's better on hard, but ripping through him in three, that's yeah. pretty impressive. And Sanago hit I think this is Sanago's best surface as well. So that I'm one going cat. that's I'm going five. Go- yeah. That's going I, five. I, I, yeah, I bet you these all go five. Hercots versus GoFan. I'm going Hercots. You know what that is? That's straight up. Those are popcorn. That's a pop. You're going to watch that. You're, you're so excited. Are you calling that, that popcorn? You're so excited for that. I'm calling that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that could be a sleeper. Pure Tennis is taking a nap on that match. Holger <laughs> <laughs> Rune. Bartek's going to be mad at me on that one. but He, no. was, he was pumped about it. I saw him at uh, club today. Hit the forehand. <laughs> He's gonna Gosh dang. You're six six. He's gonna have to hit it hit against the ball. Go fan. Go fan. He's I can't watch him push the forehand anymore. Holger versus uh Hugo. Give me Holger in four. Oh yeah. Give me give me Hercotch over GoFan. Please. Yeah. Please, please, Hercotch, please. Titsy Poss over Yeah, Sitsy Poss is gonna Sitsy Poss has had two tough matches though. Um, Kohler gave him some work today. I mean, that, that guy was. Up, we watched that one. Too. Kohler was up six two in that final breaker and dropped it like. Musetti choked nine, hard. Not to like. I'm not. I'm just saying. He cho- he's he done this before. Hard. He's done this before. That was a joke. Did this last Double year. Double faults in the tiebreaker. Yeah. Did this last year against Novak up two sets to love. I don't know if you called it a choke being against Novak, but he's been up two sets to love twice now at the French Open and dropped both of them. Um, uh, it wasn't the tiebreaker. It was just the last set too. He's just double faulting. He's like, stop. That's Garen versus Rublev. Give me Garen. Give me Rublev. He's crazy. You're insane. <laughs> no, you know as crazy as Rublev. I don't he know what. Crazy. You better tell your. You better tell your guy to chill out. He's, he's gonna get DQ'd. He's pumped. Yeah, he's gonna get DQ'd real quick. He's gonna get his first slam. He, what's up with all these racket throws getting into the stands? I didn't understand. Can we stop that. throwing rackets into the stands, guys? And the ball too. Hit the ball. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what? What is that? Aim your temper tantrums did, better. Did, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I don't want to be controversial all the time, but. We, we DQ'd Novak Djokovic for hitting somebody with a ball. Rublev does it, and it's like... And it was a ricochet. Yeah. It was a ricochet. What are we doing? Now we're like straight up hitting the umpire off the chair. And, of course, Rublev does it, and it's like, no big deal. But when Novak does it, get him out, get him out of here. Right. Um, I don't get it. I, tennis is always, it's always something. Um, but Novak's back, baby. He's welcome back. back, Novak. Welcome back. back. He's Welcome back. back, Novak. Welcome back. I, I, I think people should send in their picks too. Uh, yeah, send in your picks, guys. We want to know. We'll, we'll, we want to know, and then we can throw in if, it, if you get them all right, we can we'll announce your name. Yes, we'll, no, we'll put up some polls on our uh, Instagram, and you guys can give us your votes. But McDonald versus Center, that's a tough one for for Mac. Um, give me Center and four. Me, me too. Simone versus Chilich, give me Chilich and four. Too. The fact that Gil Simone is still out here battling. Putting on for his for his I'm hometown happy that crowd. There's French dudes in there, you know, the hometown crowd. The, and two left. One 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 thing though is if you are a Frenchman playing at the French Open, that's one set that you are guaranteed strictly on the crowd support. Just because like, they're insane. They're insane. They they support their guys so well. Um, maybe the U.S. Open can do the same for for our guys when when we come here. We need to get a guy. We need that. We need the... to get a guy. Ketchmanovich versus Medvedev. Give me Ketchmanovich in four. Ooh, you heard it. I'm going Medi. Sorry. Get your in four. Um, but no, those are kind of my picks. We'll we'll get we'll touch on the women next. I just truly did not being honest with you guys, I'm not prepared to talk about it because I have not been able to watch it. I've been all in on college tennis. Yep. Been able to watch some of this French Open. I've enjoyed a lot of it. I will be much more tuned in going forward. 
Can't wait to kind of get get a grasp on what's going on and uh, go Holger. Go Holger. Go go Mac and go Corda. Check us out on Spotify, Apple iTunes, um, the YouTube channel that we have set up. Mm-hmm. Give us a five star rating. Yeah, give us a five star rating. Drop a comment. Drop a send question. In, send in your pics. Send in your pics. Great Memorial Day weekend. Much love, guys.